Use cars and life stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. We are joined by two very special guests today. Myself, Chris Cash from Mount Filamental Works. Also, the one and only Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at the Catskill Mountain Maker Camp. Head on over to CatskillMountainMakersCamp.com. And click the top of the page. Look for tickets. They have tons of classes coming up. They have a leatherworking class, epoxy class, blacksmithing classes, woodworking classes, all kinds of classes, events, great things going on up in the Catskill Mountains in East Durham, New York. Myself and Roy attend some of the classes up there throughout the year. It's an amazing place. Lodging and food is included with the ticket prices. Head on over to the Catskill Mountain Makers Camp.com and go buy some tickets to some classes. Go learn some new skills. Go meet up with cool people. Go hang yeah. out. Myself, I'll have a, a group forge project uh, going on at the end of March, which I believe Roy will be attending. And uh, maybe some other special guests for those of you that uh, signed up for last year's class. It was a banger. And I think it's going to be a banger again, hopefully with no snow. Jeez, it was freezing uh, last year. I'm going to butcher the Instagram name, but I believe it's Crafts with Dre. By Dre. We always screw it up. <laughs> it's fucking it's Dre. It's Dre. Dre's doing an epoxy class. There's a gentleman by the name of Ethan doing a leatherworking class. I believe Justin Dietrich has some timber framing stuff going on again. Uh, Cliff and John from Sunset Forge and CJ Dufton on Instagram. Blacksmithing classes. Everything is great at the Catskill Mountain Make Camp. Head on over to the website. Get some tickets. It's get a some, fucking enjoyable place to be. And get some it's class. Fun. Get some it's class. fun, right? It's a yes, fun it's place fun. to go to. It's like the, the whole aura of being up in the mountains and like the, it's the just hills. just a getaway. It's a getaway. Stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning, sit around a fire, drink coffee, having a blast, talking the, to like-minded people. It's fun. The first year I was there, I've said this story before and I'll say it again. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Someone might be at the door. You expecting a no, delivery? No, no. I don't, it's probably just the boys coming back to the shop. Go ahead. Story. Uh, so it was super late. It was like three in the morning or something. And I was like, yo, Chris, I'm heading to bed. And you're like, yeah, I get it. This only happens like once a year. And then I stayed up until like four o'clock. Yeah. But th the point is, is that uh, over the last couple of years, you and I have been up there. Well, you've been up there more than me, but several times. So. It's just just one of those things, that area that you just go and you freaking get away and you reconnect with friends, you make new friends, and it's just absolutely amazing. I tell everyone that I like all the all of my fucking nerdy friends that don't yeah. go, I tell them they're idiots for not going. Yeah, the social media aspect of everything that we do is fun, but the human connection is a lot better. Like hanging out with all these people you talk to online or you right. look at their stuff or you're just intrigued or inspired by what they're doing and actually being able to see what they do uh is it's inspiring it's a cool place yeah. to be the whole the whole thing is inspiring like hanging out with you even though you don't give a shit about blacksmithing and i don't care about axes we get like rejuvenated hanging out with each yeah. other like yeah. ready to rock and roll we get back to our shop and like let's fucking make some shit man let's have a blast let's fucking live life that's what it's all about all right, I got a little tangential story. I know you don't know what uh -oh. that means, but I don't. Um, um, Is that something around your groin area? The tangential. It, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a medical term. I don't know. God, you're stupid. <laughs> we got some bad news. We got to remove your tangential. It's a little oh, swollen. <laughs> I got a swollen tangential. I can't come into work today. <laughs> go ahead what's the story so i've got it's no secret that i've got this black raven customer i've made several posts about him and yeah, i've got him, quite the collection of black yeah. ravens right now it's amazing they're all, they're all his and he yeah and I, he and i met at blade show last year uh -huh. and, it, and it was because of a post that i made back on black friday i was selling two black ravens and that's where he found me and then i just right. happened to have those two for sale at blade show yeah. He bought he bought both of them, and then over the last um, several months, he and I've connected 
um, on a couple of other deals and we just become friends. It's like a follower, customer turned friend, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, types of business, he's in the firearm business and then um, he does a lot of different things. And there was this big buyer's convention up in Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, what's so, the name of that? There was a couple of people there. What's it called? Like, oh, shit, Shot, I don't even Shotco know. or something like that? I know Jesse no. James was there and there was some other... No, Big so the shot, shot Show is a completely different event. This 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 wasn't Shot Show. Oh, this, okay, okay. This was like a business to business, not advertised. Like you gotcha. have to be in the industry to know gotcha, what's going gotcha. on. Okay, anyway, not open to the public. Um, anyway, he loads up all of his Black Ravens, drives from Florida, fourteen hours up to here, and uh-huh. he's got one of his employees, co co business owner, with him. And we stay up till fucking three in the morning talking right. and bullshitting, just like what you were saying about yeah. Maker Camp. And he's been in business doing a variety of different things for a number of years. And he looks at me and he says something to the effect of, why, why, where the fuck have you been? How come you haven't been posting stuff? What the fuck is going on in your life? What the fuck is going on with your business? And I start saying, well, I got this going on. I got that going on. And he was like, just cut the shit. Like, yeah. what, what, is, what? Why are you fucking off? Right. And I said, I don't have a good, I don't have a good answer. Yeah. And he was like, you're being a lazy piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. And I, and you know, it's fucking, it's a hard pill to swallow whenever you start looking at yourself going, why the fuck am I not more productive? Why am I not doing this? I could do this differently. Yeah. So in the last three weeks, I been cranking in the shop. Yeah. And I've been talking to him a lot about a, a lot of business advice, and it's all like really good. And he goes, I don't know all the fucking answers, but I've been business. I've been in business for you know two decades or whatever, and I've right. made all the all the mistakes. So yeah. here's some here's some things that I've picked up on, and and we've just been talking. And I don't want to say he's like a mentor, but he's like you know someone that I a business person that I really fucking respect. Yeah. Um, and it's someone that doesn't know anything about axes, doesn't know right. anything about my business. And he is a numbers dude. He's like, what's this, what's this, what's this. And yeah. it's just been really refreshing and also really sobering just to do this like introspective. I know you don't know what that means. Look no. at yourself yep. and be like, I don't have a good fucking excuse. Stop being a lazy fucking slug. Yeah. Just get get off your fucking ass. Get off a of fucking Pornhub. Go out in the shop. What? I'm just, what? I'm just she sucks. I'm just fucking. Like I just assume that everyone's on Pornhub all the day, all fucking day. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's what weird. But you okay. know what I mean? What kind of people you hanging with? Maybe that's the dirt, problem. The people you bags. surround yourself with. Complete dirtbags. meth heads. Oh, God. Don't even get me started on those fucking idiots. Oh, boy. Anyhow. So, it, it's been really freaking good. I know what you're saying. I have a friend almost identical to what you're describing. It's my good buddy, Scott. Very successful businessman. And he yeah, comes you've over, talked to me like, about him before. Yeah, once every six months, he'll pay me a visit. And he kind of does the same thing. He walks around my place. He's like, what are you doing there? What's this about? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You doing good? Doing bad? Like, what's up? And I'm just like, man, I don't fucking know yet. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of gives you this breath of fresh air. It's like, dude, some of those people that have been down like every avenue, whether it be bad, good, and different, like mm-hmm. neutral, it's like hearing from those kinds of people are like, all right, I, I mm-hmm. just need to like focus and just like you said, just crank away and get in the really? shop. Well, yeah. and, and for people like us, it's there are so many opportunities and he was like well have you thought about going down this path have you thought about yeah. doing this what about what if you did this and this you could do this and i was like yo i've of course i've thought about all those things yeah i'm only one person and there's only so many fucking hours in the day i could go down that road i could fucking right. make money there i could make money over here yeah like there, there's just so many fucking opportunities but there's only one person and at the end yeah. of the day if you're walking across fucking Main Street and you get hit by a fucking turnip truck, I mean, the yeah. fucking business is over. Done. Do you think there was ever a time when there was just truckloads of turnips? Uh, you know, <laughs> as I was saying that, I was wondering. I haven't seen like, a turnip truck in a long so time. You, like back in the day, like, oh, here comes the turnip <laughs> truck. <laughs> like, 
Why wouldn't it be like, you know, like milk truck or gas truck or something? Why, where did the turnip like? We must have concerning been. like consuming so many turnips that there was tractor trailer loads. There must have been. Yeah, that's there a weird. That's a weird thing that's gone past like three yeah. generations of a saying. But yeah, man, I get it. I mean, uh, there's. There's goods, there's pros and cons to being a lazy piece of shit, too. I myself have been a lazy piece of shit when it comes to, like, Instagram and busting ass out in the shop. And I've been, like, chilling for almost three months now. And I'm, like, getting in this funk where I'm, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Mm -hmm. Like, get the fuck up. Go. Like, Mm -hmm. just fucking go. And I've been doing shit behind the scenes. Just I just haven't been filming it. You know, I I just got back from Tennessee on... uh, Monday, Tennessee, yeah. North Carolina, went down to our friends at uh, Baker Forge and Tool again. Coy Baker and his guys down there purchased another hammer from me. They bought a, a big giant, that big giant red drill press, and then they fucking broke everything the very next day because they're a bunch of goddamn heathens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, partially, uh, I called and apologized to him because I didn't. Those guys in production shops are like musicians. Mm-hmm. My buddy explained to me, they don't know how the guitar works. They just want to play the guitar. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care what kind of pickups are on the guitar. They just want it to sound good. <clears throat> right. So it was, I kind of fell short in not running the, they broke the main drive strap of the hammer and then they broke the drive pulley like six hours after I left, um, which there's multiple pulleys like that out in the world that I've made. And this one they just disintegrated the very first day they had it. Um, but no, it was it was partially, actually it was probably ninety five percent my fault. I should have ran that shit super hard like they're going to at their shop, and being yeah. like a baby of mine, like a child that I'm <clears throat> passing on to somebody else, or I'm like kind of don't run shit really hard, you know, like just yeah. take it easy. I just finished rebuilding it. I want to like make sure that everything's good. You yeah, know, run it a little bit, but not run it like full blast. Of course, they get it. They run it fucking 100,000 yeah. RPM as soon as they get it. Like, we got to go. We got shit to do, which I understand. Um, but, yeah, everything's all. Coy, those those uh, fellas down there in Tennessee, North Carolina. I say that because it's literally two miles over the Tennessee border sure. into North Carolina. But uh, I want Coy on the show one day soon. Uh, he's fascinating. His whole crew is fascinating. And what they're doing is, like, they're essentially – making steel and they're creating an amazing business doing it. And Coy is just a super great person. I love talking to him. The guys in the shop, they're hardworking dudes. They all come together and figure things out and problem solve together. And yeah, I just really love those guys. And the fact that they're uh, Coy's choosing to, you know, buy old equipment from me is awesome. And I love it. And uh, yeah, it was a great trip. Like I said, I've been doing shit behind the scenes right now. I'm working on, a series of hammers for um, a foundation that I'm going to show. I've been filming that I'm going to make my triumphant return back on Instagram, get everybody back in the groove. So let's talk about Instagram for a second. Yeah. So I've noticed a couple things. One, Uh um, I don't know if it's a trend or not, but what you're saying completely aligns with what I'm seeing. You're Uh saying I'm filming some stuff. So yeah. Instagram, let's just say a year ago, two years ago, it was the banger was the seven second fucking clip, right? Okay, yeah. And now it's well, the seven second clip is done. People, and and, and was that a thing? I don't know. Oh yes, it was a thing. Fucking yes, it was a thing. Okay. Um, now I see tons of maker process videos where Um, it's a whole bunch of like you know start to finish kind of things, but sped up. Yeah, like the Jimmy DeResta model. He's been filming YouTube like that since his creation. (laughs) But right. But in, you know, 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And it just amazes me that the attention span, because if you look at all the fucking data, there's a reason why the seven second clip was working, because the average watch time on a clip was eight seconds. It's got to have increased now because everyone's doing these long, I'm say long form, 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Like just shy of a minute and people are fucking watching them and you see some of these views on these fucking clips and they're, you know, 100,000, 200, whatever. They're just crushing. Yeah. And then you go back to 
well, here's my little process of one little thing. And, you know, I get 10,000 views on something and I'm like, okay, cool. What happened to the fucking, the bangers? They like, my, my point of all this is if you're not continuously changing and adapting on yeah. Instagram and going with the fucking flow and trends, yeah, you're, you're fucked. So that's a I need to work on for Vintage Axe Works because it is, I've actually lost a tenth of, a, I've lost a fucking hundred followers since I've been posting a lot of shit. I've been posting like fucking crazy. Yeah. Followers. Lost followers. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck them. Get the fuck out of here if you don't want to follow my shit. <laughs> fuck you. I think a lot of that, you know, honestly, I think a lot of that shit's bots. Like there's a lot of, like I have a lot of followers and I'm like, yo, there's no fucking way there's this many people interested in my fucking bullshit. Like especially me yeah. smashing wood, like. A lot of it's nonsense, you know, and, and the, I've said it a thousand times and I'll continue to say it. Followers don't mean a goddamn thing. You know, when you put something up, what is it? The same 10, 15 people in your comments, the same people DMing you when you put a story up. It's like, those are the people I truly care about. It's yeah. never, you never get like some new guys like, damn, I just found your page. This is sick. It's like, no, nah, that, that never happens. That's like, that's fantasy land, but well, it's, a, it's all nonsense. It, it it's basically you're, they're just capturing the, their they're capturing data they're capturing the human uh, the shortest attention span that's ever been created in human history <laughs> and they're that's doing fair. it electronically I mean <clears throat> dude I I've talked about it on here before I'm a huge documentary fan I will spend mm-hmm. I don't even want to think about how much time I spend in the evening from 10 p.m. to midnight watching documentaries about the most mindless shit on yeah. the planet but I'm interested in it like I watch just, this. they just draw you in oh my god dude there and there's so many good channels now on YouTube yeah. for watching the craziest you know like the mushroom that takes over the the ant's right. brain right 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 do that documentary I watched it again the other night that's why I brought it up I've seen it before but I had to watch it again <laughs> you've talked then, about it before yeah, it's incredible. It's just that kind of shit, especially when it relates back to nature. But anyway, what I find fascinating is you brought up something that is very much true. Uh, I had a conversation with our good friend Chris Ippieri from uh, Make Everything Shop yesterday about how YouTube shorts are taking over now yeah. on YouTube. Uh, nobody wants – nobody. I don't think it's nobody cares, but the general – uh, attention span from whatever the demographic is, say 20 years old to 35 years old, is only 60 seconds now on YouTube. Nobody wants to watch a 30 minute no. video. The retention time's not there, yada, yada, yada. But um, even one of the most successful YouTubers ever to exist, Mr. Beast, says, you know, eight minutes a video is the shit. Like, that's where you want to be. That's, that's where everybody, if you get five minutes of retention out of it, that's amazing. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, man, I don't know. People just like go down this road of like, ah, oh, it's like, I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah. It's like, damn, that's kind of crazy because the same people will go watch a fucking three hour Marvel movie <laughs> about fantasy fucking oh, world or three and a half hour avatar movie. That's like completely meaningless, but you only yeah. spend 10 seconds on your buddy's fucking post really? that you genuinely yeah. know and care about. It's like, You're come like, on, man. Yeah. I, I know where this asshole's going. I know yeah, what this exactly. is going to look like. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's like, so I don't before. put, I don't put too many eggs in that basket as far as, uh, you know, trying to figure out what the hottest trends are and what the quickest videos like in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's all nonsense anyway. Right. Because, when I when I meet you in person, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, you're the guy that posted the 10 second reel that did 1.3 million views." Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about that in the long run. It's like, who gives a shit? You know. So, so you're 100 percent right for the person that's not running a business on Instagram. For for the average, for well, the average... I would say I would say <clears throat> if you're trying to solely run your business from Instagram, then you're a dumbass. And we've it's seen true. people crash and burn. I don't know if I could say who it was, but we've seen a very successful company just recently within the last couple months that was over like a couple hundred thousand followers crash and burn and got their account suspended. And well, they who? had to reset. I don't know who this is. Well, I don't know if I can bring it up, but yeah, they crashed tell and burned and then they had to reset. Tell me and I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. No, okay. dude. I'll... You're going to edit? I'm, I'm going to bleep it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got their account closed down. No, I'm not bleeping that shit. Yes, you are. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know so, that. What happened? Yeah, apparently uh, nobody really knows. 
I mean, they've kind of hinted about it. Apparently, they pissed somebody off on the Instagram world. No. Yeah, they deleted their whole account, and they had to restart over. Um, But anyway. uh, Have fun living on the streets. I know. You know what? They've come back up to 50,000 followers in like two months. So they did have an actual following there. Um, But, you know, that's just one of those things. And the the, the owner of the company has even made a – comment on his post i think one of his most recent posts was we made a mistake by putting all our eggs in one basket it will not happen again yeah you know they so were, they were hinging everything on this fucking retention from this one app to sell their right. product it crashed and burned i say that same shit about all social media because that shit's all like being bought and sold every day you know we hear about these new apps that people try to get you come on like clubhouse and fucking mm-hmm. there was a bunch of them throughout the mm-hmm. years that like people were trying to get other people to go on and it's like what happened to that shit it, it nobody it didn't t- it didn't pick up so people just said fuck it we're not yeah. gonna use it you know so so, w- so one of the takeaways that this this guy my black raven guy said to uh-huh. me because because he's got he's got storefront businesses he's yeah got yeah yeah website business stuff and he you said ever think about doing that especially in your town a storefront like Dude, people would buy my shit for fucking drug money or down here. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I've I sold. Um, I've thought, I've thought about it. I just don't think the the clientele is here. You know, we sold. Maybe you remember this. Maybe you don't. When when you and I first linked up and did the Axe bottle openers, mm-hmm. we sold to a store in Montana. I think they bought twenty of them. If yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, twenty or twenty five that they mm-hmm. wanted to put on their counter next to right. the cash register as an impulse buy. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I thought I, I've gone, I've gone past some old buildings like where I live and shit. And I'm like, I wonder if it's because I know some blacksmiths and stuff that have showrooms mm-hmm. like where customers can stop in and like see their product or what they make. But then I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like have big ass power hammer in the window? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like this is what I do. I restore old machinery. Is like, I don't know. Sometimes I just think like, now the way I'm doing it's just fine. And then I'm thinking. Well, the way I'm doing it's really not just fine. It could be better, but then well, so there's a there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of money on the table. And, and what this guy was saying, he's like, man, nothing gets my dick harder than waking up and fucking knowing that I made money while I sleep. Like someone yeah. bought something on the internet. Yeah, they just fucking, you know, they the first thing they do whenever they get in is process fucking orders to ship out. And he's like, that's fucking money. Yeah. We were a goddamn sleep. Yeah, but there's also that internal struggle with do you want to be the person that all you think about is money like that's it is that your driving force behind making axes is like god damn i gotta make money like no you're doing what you love because eventually that turns into a hot or like your your it turns into a chore like i gotta figure out how to make oh shit i made 10 grand last month i gotta figure out how to make 20 this month and then then it becomes very not fun very quickly yeah for sure and you know i've I've had that i've had that talk with myself in my head like how big do i want this thing to be and then mm-hmm. every time i think i want to grow i get humbled and i get brought back down to earth it's like no nah, motherfucker you don't want <laughs> tractor trailers coming in and out every day you don't want x mm-hmm. amount of employees helping you like you just want to do what you love and do it on your time your schedule be able to pack the boat up go fishing and then come back and work some more you know and then at scale if you grow you can't do those types of things you gotta <laughs> like you're exactly right, and yeah. I've been talking about that stuff, and and I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent It's just, I just think that there's a lot of money on the table and opportunity sure. if you just get the fucking lead out of your goddamn ass. Sure. And that's that's what it comes down to, uh, yeah. With regard to me personally. Yeah. Yeah. But you also gotta, like I said, you gotta have that struggle internally. But like, how big do you want to go? You say there's a lot of money left on the table or on the table for whatever product designed or you know maybe you got some certain line of axes that some company wants to buy it's like well goddamn once you start doing 10 20 once you start scaling things it becomes it's just like when i do those dragon bottle openers like i only do like a 10 run at a time because i know after 10 i'm fucking like fuck this shit i don't want to see another (laughs) one i'm serious i'll be like i don't want to do another one and do they all sell absolutely is Mm -hmm. there more money on the table could i make 500 that Mm -hmm. month you know, Maybe. could I make five? Absolutely, I could, but I'm not going to because I'll fucking, you know, I want to be done. I, like that shit's miserable to me. I don't want to do production. Yeah. You know, I've been in production shops, and those dudes, 
are they killing it? Are they making money? Are they supporting their family? Absolutely. But in the grand scheme of things, they can't leave at 12 o'clock and go fishing. They have to sit there because they have, you know, overhead and they have employees and they have like schedules and deadlines. And I think that I just, to a point, I mean, I'm only 40, but I don't want to fucking do that shit anymore. I think working for somebody and, you know, making deadlines and hitting their goals and whatever income they need to be making for that month. That shit's just like, that shit's for the birds, man. I could care less about doing that shit. You know, I want to be at this point in this stage where yes, yeah, still, yeah, she agrees with me. Um, I want to <laughs> just like, I want to go out and throw the ball at the dog and fucking relax and go deliver machines when people need machines and like, just live a good life. I'm done. I'm done with the rat race, as they say. And some, yeah. and that and that doesn't work for some people. I know people that does not work for. They need to punch a clock at eight o'clock. They right. need to punch a clock at five and go home and have dinner waiting for them. That's not me. I don't. I'm, people are different, and that's great. If you're one of those people that want this structured life where you're making, you know, six figures a year, that's fantastic. But yeah. I've already done. I've already been there, done that, seen the side of it, and I'm like. No, fuck that. I'm good. So I'll give you a specific example about me and my work habit, okay? So if I'm doing something, let's just say uh, I go take Britt to the airport on Monday. I'll, yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'll stop by Costco and Kroger to get some groceries uh-huh. for the week or whatever. Yep. And then I'll get home. I have to go get Joey. I'll get back to the house. Even if I drop her off at like eight One in the morning. O'clock. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, You're, I'll, done. I'll, You're done. You're done. By the time I get Joey and get back, it's dinner yeah. time. No joke. Yeah. It's like yeah, four yeah, or five yeah. o'clock. And then I'm like, well, it's dinner. I ain't doing shit today. That's like, a wrap. <laughs> that's a fucking wrap. Yep. Yep. Um, but what I've noticed about myself, and especially the last three weeks, three weeks, but then also looking back in the six years that I've been in business, my most productive hours mm-hmm. are between like five o'clock and 10 o'clock at night. You think and that's because no distractions? I have no idea. I don't know. You what know, when I used to do body work, the most money I ever made was on the weekends or we would get there at three o'clock in the morning. Nobody was there. It was yeah. dead ass quiet. There was no boss telling you like, when's this going to be done? You know, it was like working on a Saturday. We loved going in on Saturdays. We'd make a pile of money. Yeah. Nobody was there bothering you. You just literally, you just worked. You put the radio on and you just worked. And I think there's a lot to be said for our fucking, this little black box distracts you all day, all day, all freaking day. And for nonsense, you know, like whether it be, you know, you're listening to a podcast or the wrong, the song comes on that you fucking hate and you want to skip it. You know, Mm -hmm. you want to see what your buddies posted, you know, yep. it's like, there's tons of things that are pulling for our attention. And I think what you're saying about being most productive is, has a lot to do with that. Like well, what no distractions. Another, so you're right. And, and more people, it's funny. Mo, it, it seems that more people are less active once they get home on Instagram. You know, yeah. they're, they're more active at work because they're yeah. this shit. They just want to <laughs> fucking dick they're around sitting on the shitter yeah. on their yeah. lunch break. <laughs> flipping and, through. And for me, um, if I go, if I start working, let's say four o'clock, five o'clock in the evening, afternoon, evening, whatever yeah. in my mind, I'm like, I want to be in the house by nine o'clock. I want to fucking eat dinner. I want to start practicing guitar at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. That that way I can go to bed at like fucking midnight or something. So I just fucking back it up. And then I'm like, if I want to be in fucking, if I want to start playing guitar at 10 o'clock, yeah. I, I got to do this, this, and this, and this. And I just fucking go. And, I, yeah. and, it, and it gets done. And I, And whenever I come in, I'm like, I could do that all day, every day. Yeah. Like, why don't, why don't you just get the fucking lead out of your ass? And then, you know, Tuesday rolls around and I got to do something in the morning. I got to go fucking do this. I got to go to the hardware store. And then I look down, it's, it's four o'clock. Well, I might as well go in the fucking shop, start working at five. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the expression you're using, get the lead out of your ass. That's a, that's a good expression, but there's also, and I'm not, I'm not saying go out and be a lazy piece of shit, but there's also something to be said for, uh, chilling and not, not working your ass off too, you know, because that could create some sort of like inspiration in your head. Like you're saying, get, you're using the expression, get the lead out of your ass. That's a drive. That's a motivator for you to get back out of the shop and create something fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I think that a lot of people get down on themselves 
when they say get the lead out of your ass or get the fuck to work or whatever they're like man i'm a piece of shit like i'm lazy yeah. it's like no motherfucker use that as a drive to go mm-hmm. out and like do something i've been a lazy piece of shit for like three months dude I yeah. mean, I've been doing things, but not as much as I could be, you know, sure. I yeah. still got 35 vices I could be working on, you know, Yep. I got people still asking me for that shit and I just don't want, it's not in my, it's not in my vision right now to do that. So I'm just like cranking out on these machines and just trying to figure out the next step. I have ideas of like, you know, same thing, like yeah. get the lead out of your ass and fucking do what you say you're going to do, you know, but I'm on this trajectory in my life where I'm like, Man, if that shit takes, I become more realistic. You know, it's like, sure. yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, I have this fucking eleven thousand pound hammer that I want to set up and have a fucking blast with and have events over here and let people use a machine that they've never, they'll never have the opportunity to use. But I'm also realistic in that it may be two to four years before that fucking thing's set up. Yeah, you know, uh, it's gonna cost a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have to be extra money, you know, that doesn't go towards right. whatever, you know. And, uh, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's a, definitely an internal struggle with ourselves. But that's also part of being fucking human. You well, got to have these fights with yourself and tell yourself to get the fuck up and get off the couch, get off Netflix, get off Instagram and fucking go. And it's like, yeah. Well, you know, whenever you're saying, you know, you, I just want to chill out or whatever, like my morning afternoon is totally yeah. fucking chill. I'm never, yeah, like looking, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm never looking at the clock going, yeah. I'm never fucking backtracking until right. like I get to the shop and yeah. I'm always just like, oh, I take care of the animals, just poke around, uh-huh. gonna see what's on marketplace. I'm, I'm just totally fucking chill and like what the fuck ever in the morning afternoon. Yo, that marketplace is a disease. It, I've it's never, terrible. I've never, I've never put it on my phone, but I guarantee you, no exaggeration. I get five marketplace posts sent to me a day, and I'm like, I don't, I don't have that. It. I don't have that app. I can't, I can't even see it. Like I can see the little thumbnail they send me, but I can't yeah. click on it. It tells me to log in because it's on Facebook and all this other bullshit. So I just, I'm like, there's guys that that's all they do when they're at work is scour fucking, and that's mm-hmm. cool if you're like flipping machines or you're trying to get a good deal for your shop or something. But goddamn, some people spend. But then I look back and I'm like. When I started all this shit, I was a Craigslist addict. Yeah. I would sit on Craigslist and look for every fucking thing. I'd be going through all the different categories, seeing if somebody placed something in a wrong category. Spell or it wrong. Spell it wrong. Yeah. All the different spellings. Yeah, man. And that's how I, like, started buying shit. It's, you know, like, it seems like everything I look for has, like, two or three different types of names that it could be listed. Yeah. So, so you have yep. to search all fucking. Yep. It's not just yep. one fucking search and done. Dude, like a, Anvil, like a, Anvil was like that for a long time. You get motherfuckers right. that would spell it A-N-V-E-L and Bell. <laughs> right. You would get people that would spell it A-N-V-I-I-L and Bill. Oh you know, it's like, geez. So you had to do that shit. And like Power Hammer was like, is it one Not, word? Is it two words? Yeah, it, exactly. And, it, yeah. and then it would, yeah. So, yeah, I get all that shit, though. And that's cool. Like, there's, there's people that are really good at that shit and get really good deals on stuff. But I think my days of chasing are done. I'm just looking for guitars. <laughs> yeah? You're in the guitar <laughs> mode right now? Uh, I'm looking for... Cool guitar? Well, I've got three now. So... Yeah. Um, are you getting better at playing guitar? I'd like to think so. I'm taking lessons. Um, no shit. I, I play awesome. every I play every night. Um, nice. So you know how you and I have talked about this, like people collect their old cars or their old toys or whatever, yeah. like the nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been searching for a specific guitar that I had when I was in college. So oh, when, shit. when it whenever I try to relive it, the college days, yeah, glory days, baby, back <laughs> yep. when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> So I had a guitar so Before fucking you started shrinking. Fuck off. <laughs> I had a guitar that was so fucking rare and so cool that and I didn't even know it. It was just Yeah. And that was back before fucking internet days where yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. actually look in the paper, the classifieds and like, uh, oh, here's a here's a Les Paul Jr. I'm going to go fucking buy it. And it right. wasn't and it wasn't the one that I wanted. It wasn't the color, right. it wasn't the fucking anything, but I bought it because it was a Les Paul Jr. It was 500 fucking dollars. And then I kept it for years. And then that was the first big purchase or big sell-off to start my tattoo journey. Like, ah, okay. So that that helped fund my fucking first sleeve. Interesting. And I've been trying to find that guitar, and I'm not fucking joking, Chris. Every single day, you I look do for that all guitar. Of, I do all of those searches that we fucking just talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
on Marketplace, on Craigslist. What's on a guitar Reaver. like that worth now? Uh, realistically, like fifteen hundred to two thousand oh, okay. dollars. Which, um, so it's not crazy, but it's still a lot of money. But whenever you know, I fucking sold that thing for seven hundred dollars. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and to, I mean, you know, it, guns and guitars—they don't fucking really depreciate. They really well and should just fucking yeah. hang on to them like that's the fucking lesson learned here dude my 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 father-in-law tells me this story about um in like 77 mm-hmm. he had a 1969 dodge charger hemi root yeah. beer he sold it for 500 it was root beer colored sold it for 500 bucks to follow yeah. this girl to california in a Volkswagen bus <laughs> he tells me that story all the time like, <laughs> you know because that car is worth like Name your price. Right. Name your price. Sixty-nine Charger with a Hemi in it. Like he's like, God, man. If I had that car today, he sold for five hundred bucks to go across country in in nineteen seventy-seven. It's like, holy crap, man. But yeah, wild stuff, man. Wild stuff. So this fucking guitar. I'm gonna put it out there right now. I'm looking. It's a very specific. A nineteen eighty-six Les Paul Junior double cut Heritage Cherry Red. That's the fucking guitar. Single P90 pickup. Has to be a 1986. Nice. So if anyone out there is fucking listening. You're going to get a million freaking DMs, dude. Dude, I fucking talked to some dude yesterday in fucking New York. Because I'm scrolling on the fucking search page of of Instagram. And Uh, I saw Red fucking Jr. 1986. And I was like, oh my God. And it was like a four-year-old post. And I sent him a message. I was like, do you still have this guitar? And he's like, no, I'm sorry, I sold it. Here's the ad where I sold it. And I and I looked at it closer, and uh-huh. it was a fucking, it was a single cut, not a double cut. I got uh, so fucking excited that uh, I didn't even look at it right. So then I start talking to this fucking random dude for like, you know, 45 minutes. I'm just like, oh, here's a couple of things that, you know, like we're just yeah. talking guitar talk. Yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it was, that's how fucking desperate I am. If anyone out there. <laughs> I mentioned the one time I mentioned I wanted a generator to this day. Oh, yeah. I still get posts from people sending me, but they're always like either underpowered, too big, or or too small, rather. They don't put out the horsepower I'm looking for. But anyway, one day, one day I'll have one. Doesn't matter. I'll get it when I get it. All right. Do you want a story? Or are we getting close on time? No, I mean, go ahead. It can't be a 30 minute, but sure. Everybody loved your last story about Crazy Leo or whatever the hell his name <laughs> Fucking was. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. I'm going to knock that fucking guy's fucking oh teeth out God. if I see him ever again. All right. My wife drives a car a lot, right? Uh-huh. So we need a new car. Um, this all happened. So we need a new car. It's going to happen in, in like the fall. Well, her sister has this fucking tin can of a car. And she's driving down the road, and it just fucking stops. And she, right. like, l- luckily it, it stops at the top of the hill, and she like she's able to coast okay. into her yard. Okay. And I, go, and I go, it's the fucking alternator. Go out an alternator, have your husband put it on, bickety-bam, yeah. you're done. 200 yeah. bucks, fucking Bickety gold. Bickety-bam, bickety-bam. And she's like, she calls me up, and she goes, you know when you get to the point where you're just like, fuck that car, I'm done, I'm over it. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. another dollar in that car. Well, that's yeah. where I am. So the car that I've been driving, Mazda CX-5 2014, no big deal, <laughs> 240,000 miles on it. Right. I go, you know what? Just take our car. We're going to buy another car in the fall. You can have it now. Sell your, fix your car, sell it, give me the money, whatever you sell it for, 1500 bucks, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Here's, here's our car. Fucking drop it off. She takes it. She's happy. So I go to fucking Subaru. I'm just looking around because in my mind, I want the new fucking Forester Wilderness version. Okay. Do okay. I need it? No. Do I want it? What's, fucking, what's yeah. the what's the difference on a wilderness version? It's got a little bit different suspension, different gearing, full okay. size, like rim tire, fucking like, and it's got the like off-road tough package, whatever. Okay. But it's a uh, Subaru. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to clear that Fuck up. Fuck off. <laughs> So we've got a 2020 Forester Sport. Love it. So I walk in, and uh, I'm just looking around. Because in my mind, bam, I, I went the fucking Forester Wilderness, wilderness Edition. Yeah. Um, so I, I go I go up to – here's the fucking – here's the pro tip. Go okay. up to the front desk. Uh-huh. 
to the fucking little girl that's yep, up there. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And I go, who's your worst sales rep? Right. And she was like, Tom over there. And I go, fuck Tom. Don't give me fucking Tom. Who's the goddamn best? Uh, Mark. I go, fucking get me to Mark right now. And she was like, all right, I'll get you to Mark. I go to fucking Mark right here. Boom. Mark comes over. What can I help you with? I go, I'm looking at a forester fucking wilderness. He's like, right. I got you covered. And I go, as far as your website goes, it looks like you have three. You got a red one or a, a blue one, a green one, and a white one. I don't see the fucking white one. Where's the white one? Because that's the one that I want. He goes, okay. you're, you're in luck, my man. That's the one I've been driving as a demo. I go, what the fuck's the demo? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I just drive it around. Someone wants yeah. to see it. I fucking show them. I go, you know, it's just fucking advertising. I bought my truck as a demo. Yeah. There you go. Yep. It had like 3,000 miles on it. And I go, how much is this car? And he goes, this one is 37 grand. And I was like, God damn, that's fucking, that's more than we, like, substantially more than we paid. I don't know, like, more than we paid for our fucking Porsche. Yeah, right? for the 2020 one. Yeah. For the 2020. And uh, I go, all right, what kind of financing you guys running? He goes, 3.9%. I go, bitch, you all fucking gave me 0% interest on the 2020. He goes, right. He goes, yo, that, that was, was fucking, that was that 2020. Was, <laughs> he goes, that was COVID when no one yeah, wanted yeah, to buy a yeah. car. He's like, we were getting you schleps in here all fucking day long. Right, right, right. So I go, all right, what if I write a fucking check? And he goes, same price. I go, what? If I write, <laughs> That's if, crazy. I was, if I write you a check, give me anything. He's like, man, I, I throw in a couple oil changes, uh, maybe a car cover, like a seat cover. <laughs> for 40 grand we can get you all chains and a seat cover <laughs> and i go you're you're so no financing deals yeah. no fucking no fucking kicker on cash and he's like and i swear to god dude he goes look around look who's here and this was a tuesday at like 11 o'clock yeah, places yeah, yeah. fucking jam-packed blue hairs fucking everywhere fucking scouring over the fucking inventory and there and he goes every one of these people is a retiree and i go holy fuck mark you're right and he goes some people call them hippies some people call them yuppies and i go let me stop you right there i call them rich fucking assholes and he goes well what are you doing here and i was like ah you got me you fucking got me mark and i said I need I need to fucking talk to my wife and see what she has to say. So I go back home during the weekend. I get back on their website, ticky tacking around. New car comes up. It's a fucking Outback. Outback's a fucking lesbian mobile. Like, I don't know why, but they fucking are. Every fucking lesbian wants a fucking Outback. So and my gay friend told me that. So it must be true. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So. They I'm love like, their Outbacks. I, th- I've owned three fucking Outbacks before this one. So um, I go, you know, Britt, look at this one. It's a fucking murdered out. It's called the fucking Onyx. I'm like, that thing is. It's all blacked black. out. It's all blacked out. Yeah. Black emblems. It's got different interior. It's like mm-hmm, the sporty mm-hmm. interior so you can just fucking wipe it down. And I was like, man, I think I like that one even more than the fucking Wilderness. Right. So, then, so I drop her off at the airport. I go back there, Mark, let me look at the fucking Onyx. And he fucking gets in the system. He's like, I don't, I don't know where it is. I, it's like, but I don't, I've never seen this car. And I go, it's on your fucking website. It better be on the lot, Mark. I didn't just fucking drive up here. <laughs> so he goes, I got the fucking keys here. I don't know what is going on. So he's literally walking around the lot, like chirping the fucking thing, like, trying to get the fucking little beepity-doo thing to go off. Uh-huh. And then finally, it fucking chirps way over here. And it's like a scavenger hunt. And we're like, where, like is, oh, oh, there it is. There it is. That's the fucking black one. And he was like, man, this is the first time I've seen this one. This was on a dealer swap. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sure this guy works there? <laughs> it was a dealer swap. Okay. So yeah, a yeah, dealer yeah. down in Louisville had a car yep. that they wanted. They had a car, so they just yep. fucking traded. Swapping and it, liter- it literally just rolled off the fucking trailer the day yeah. before. Okay. And he's like, man, this thing is slick. And we look at the fucking MSRP, same exact fucking price. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I bet, I bet Britt's going to want this one. So I'm like, clickety-doo, picture, 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 picture. Send it to him. And 
there's the fucking white wilderness and there's the fucking outback. And I go, Mark, I'm going to buy a car this fucking weekend. Yeah. I need you to hold both of these cars. And he's like, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. And I go, I said, Mark, I'm buying one of these fucking cars on Saturday. I'm bringing my fucking wife up here. Yeah. I'm buying one of these goddamn cars. He's like, man, I could hold it for like a day. And I go, a fucking day? It's like, that's yeah. all I can give you. He goes, that thing will be sold by the weekend. I go, I know. That's why I want you to fucking hold it. Yeah. So I go, I'm 90% sure she's going to want that fucking Outback. Yeah. And it, and uh, he goes, well, are we done here? And I go, what the fuck do you mean are we done? He goes, you're not going to buy it today. I can tell you're not going to buy it today. So I got to get to other customers that might buy a car. And it's still covered in fucking blue hairs, just fucking walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm getting ready to walk out of the fucking place. Right. And Britt has landed at the next segment of her flight. And she was like, oh, my God, I love it. Just get it fucking now. Just buy it. So Mark is getting – he's like fucking beelining to some blue hair. Yeah. I fucking intersect him right flank. Boom, 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 boom. I go, Mark, fucking Onyx, let's go. I'm buying the fucking car. And he's yeah. like, all right, 3.9. I go, no, 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 fuck the 3.9. I'm writing a goddamn check for that fucking car. Like, I'm Ambassador <laughs> Scott. <laughs> he goes, you're writing a check. And I go, I'm writing a fucking check. And he's like, all right. Do, 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 do. And it takes fucking forever. I don't know why. Yeah, dude, buying a car is like, you might as well just kiss your day goodbye. It's ridiculous. Like, even if you go in and you go, you go, this is the car I want. I have the money. Let's go. Nope. Nope. Still forever. You're there for four hours. Five hours. Still there forever. Yeah. I did the same exact thing of what you're describing. We went to all these different dealerships, found this Durango my wife wanted. This is back in 2017 or something like that, 14. I can't remember what it was. I want this car right here. We're still there for five hours. Doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. matter. What are they doing? So I, I'm there fucking doing the paperwork, doing this, that, and the other. And he's like making a call. I can hear him like, you know, fucking whoever the fucking manager is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking whatever his name is. What's a good David. Fucking David. David. Yeah. David's in the back. He's like, all right, time to go talk to David. And I fucking sit down and I go, I'm getting the Onyx. He's like, yep, 40 grand. And I fucking write out the check. And he's like, at this point, he's making fucking small talk with me he's, yeah. because he's trying to, like, make me feel good about, like, draining the fucking checking account. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. And then we start talking about Kentucky basketball and this, that, and the other. And, like, I go. Kentucky basketball? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Everyone likes Kentucky basketball. Do you, really? That's a thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I'm I'm sitting there and I go, yo, you better fucking put in those goddamn oil changes. You better put in that fucking seat cover and the console cover too, as the fucking kicker. And he's like, console Wait, cover? What's a console cover? The little fucking console. It's got a little thing over that it's like a it's like a seat cover for your console because Joey fucking jumps up there all the time. Oh, you mean like where up. you put your arm like Yeah, the yeah, like the arm. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, You want center console too oh man that's on back order i go i don't give a fuck if it's on back order i want the goddamn center console cover. right make me feel like i'm not getting fucked and then at the same time brit fucking sends me a text ask for a hat and i'm like damn right i'll ask for a hat a hat yeah i go (laughs) i go my wife wants a fucking hat and they're like man we're out of hats i go what the fuck i like i'm giving you all the fucking dollars you've taken away Every fucking bit of negotiating power. You've taken every bit of my fucking manhood. What the fuck else? And he goes, well, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Here are the keys, Mr. Scott. And I grab the keys and I go, no. It's Ambassador Scott. And I fucking walked out. (laughs) And they looked at each other like, who the fuck was that asshole? (laughs) That's exactly what they said, too. Fuck that guy. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. You know what? I think I told you this. They're probably partially mad because they're not going to make any financing money off of you. Probably. And did you buy an extended warranty and all that crap? No, I didn't buy shit. See, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Fuck them. They want their extended warranty sales. They want their service contracts. They want their, you know, finance charges, all that shit, because that's how they make their money. They they looked so confused by by Ambassador Scott. They're like, What did we just fuck? Was that is that a real ambassador? Yeah. 
Ambassador <laughs> of what is what they were really? saying. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I had a sales manager one time. I was buying a pickup. This was like in 09. I was buying a Dodge Dakota pickup off a wholesale lot. This was at a dealer, but they also had a wholesale lot of stuff that would go to auction. Like right. it'd, be, it'd be like trucks and stuff that have like over 100K that they wouldn't put out on their used car lot. They just mm. send them to auction. Whatever they get, they get. So I like, and I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, how much is that truck over there? He's like, well, that one's going to auction. You know, it would be that dealer to dealer auctions crap, right. you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, do you want to sell it? Cause I'll buy it. And they were like, well, I don't know. Let me talk about, blah, 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 blah. you know, they're going back and forth or whatever. And I'm like, I'm ready to buy a fucking truck. I just wanted right. a truck right then and there. And I think it was like 10 grand or something. It was a Dakota with like a hundred thousand miles on it, but it was really nice. Like you could tell it was old man taken care of. Right, right, right. And, um, so anyway, a guy comes back and forth. He tells me like 10,000 bucks. I'm like, cool, I'll take it. Let's go. And he sends he, me like, to the you other. Catch him. He, they fucking, they're totally caught off guard. Yeah. So he sends me to another guy. He starts talking. He's like, la, 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 la. we get to the bottom line. He's like, okay, 12, two. I'm like, wait a second. What? He's like, yeah. well, yeah, we got to do the warranty and the service contract and your old. Ch-. I'm like, no, no, no. The truck's 10 grand. I'm paying yeah. 10,000 bucks for the truck. You guys are taking it to auction. <laughs> you don't even know if you're going to get 10 grand for it. So you know what I did? I said, thank you for your time. This isn't the right truck for me. We turn around. We walk out. Me Fuck and those are, guys. Me and Amy are in her Jeep. We're pulling out of the parking lot. The sales manager comes running out oh, frantically. Oh, God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's, like, he's like, what's going on? What's up? I thought you were taking that truck. I was like, well, you need to go talk to Dave in there that's trying to get me. <laughs> For another $2,400 on a truck that has 100,000 miles on it. I'm not buying an extended warranty for a truck that has 100,000 miles on it. And I was in the auto repair business. So I'm like, anything fucking happens to it, I'm going to fix it myself. I'm not going right. to bring it to you schleps. Who really? I, I end up knowing more than all you fucking texts in your thing anyway. So anyway, we end up leaving. And he's like, no, 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 Mr. Cash, come back in. We'll sell you the truck. No problem. Whatever we told you off the jump. I'm like, and that guy's just glaring at me because now i'm talking to the head honcho oh of course you know and this dude's just staring at me out of his office like i'm like bro you're not making no money off of me get the fuck out of here you're already getting more than you'll probably get at auction for this truck yeah so, i don't know buying the truck but anyhow used cars used cars and life stories right here at the axonar podcast <laughs> ladies and gentlemen anything else before we go um I got a, I've got a, I've got a really good story, like a quick story that we'll save it for next time. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap on the Axe and Iron podcast. We would like to thank today's sponsor for the show again, the Catskill Mountain Makers Head over there, go check out all the classes, the group forging, the hammer ins, the leather working classes, a silversmithing class, epoxy. There's timber framing. There's axe making. There's all kinds of amazing shit. Not to mention the actual maker camp that happens Columbus Day weekend um, where everybody and their brother will be there and sister and aunts and uncles. It's a great time. Go head over there. Support our friends. Support your friends. Let's link up. Let's hook up. Let's check each other out. Let's see what we got going on. Let's lift each other up in this fucking community. <laughs> and from myself <laughs> and Stella, and Stella. <laughs> that is a wrap on the X and Iron Podcast. Cue that shitty music. <laughs> <laughs>